0: Hello, welcome back to another podcast I haven't done one of these in a while But the Lord put something on my heart As I was just reading through here in Hebrews And uh, I felt like God was speaking to me And giving me some special revelations So I just wanted to to quickly drop in and share it with you guys Um, Yeah, I've been doing so well recently And just God's been showing me a new confidence and security in my identity, so that you know it's not. I'm not like trying to perform anymore. I'm just enjoying being accepted in the sun, and uh, that's how I'm actually finding out that's I can actually be more fruitful that way and be more productive. Whether if you're always being living condemned and nitpicking yourself you're actually working against yourself and uh, you'll always see what's wrong in your life and you'll never grow to see what God's actually doing so I'm not talking about just neglecting areas that are wrong in your life but to address them and get them right so that you can have confidence and boldness to enter enter his presence have boldness to come before his throne So I'm going to read in Hebrews uh, chapter 2, and uh, I think this is just really awesome. You could just read it. I could just read it, and that would be enough. But uh, verse 5, it says, For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man, that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man, that you take care of him? If we think about how big God is and, like, everything he made, and we're this tiny little speck in the middle of it, but yet we're, like, the crown of his creation. And he loves us that much and that he actually considers us and is here with us and he sees us. That's amazing. That shouldn't just become, like, like knowledge, that, that has to become like real. Like, wow, that's amazing. You have made him a little lower than the angels. This is talking about man now. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. God actually made everything, the earth, and gave man the authority over it. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put in for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him, but now we do not see all things put under him, so basically God left nothing that wasn't in our subjection, but he's saying sometimes you know we don't see everything because we're all growing, but we see Jesus that's the most important thing. We would just see Jesus under that underline that in your Bible if you have it, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. So because of what Jesus did, we never have to taste death. He tasted He tasted death for us. That's just amazing. So he was made little lower than the angels, just like us. And he was crowned with glory and honor. And he he became what we were so that we could become what he is. Sons of God. Children of God. And he actually, he humbled himself. He he became obedient to death. Even the death on a cross, Philippians 2. So, you think about... The humility of the Son of God coming down here and dying for a bunch of sinners that didn't even know God or care about God and yet he still loved us that much. Knowing that that people that if he would come and sow seeds that people would turn to him through the Holy Spirit. That's just amazing. Like people were mocking him while he was on the cross. Just terrible stuff. They were saying, like, come down from the cross if you're the son of God. Save yourself. He saved others. He can't even save himself. And they're totally missing the whole point that that he's not there to save himself. He's there to save them, and yet they're mocking him and persecuting him, and he, and Jesus, amazing, has the love, compassion, and understands that they don't understand, and says, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do, they don't have a clue what they're doing, they don't have a clue what they're saying, and I just want to have such a heart of love like that for people, and no matter what situation they're in, I could still see their potential and their value. That's just amazing to me. Wow. Verse 10. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So, God did this great exchange, like the innocent for the guilty, and he lost, I guess you could say, one son momentarily so that he could gain many sons. Like Jesus became the curse and became sin and died and, and put off sin and sin stayed in the grave and he rose again in newness of life because sin didn't revive with him, sin died. And that's a picture of us. We're dying so that we can live. And that's what baptism is. We go down and the sin dies and we come up and we're alive and we're new and we're a new creation. That's just amazing. And old things pass away and everything becomes new. Ah, oh, that's that's the gospel. That's good news. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified, that's us, are all of one. For which reason he is not ashamed to call us brethren. That's amazing. So Jesus is sanctified. He's perfect. He's holy, right? And we are being sanctified. We're obviously um I think it's like it's later on in, this, in the book of Hebrews that he it says he's perfected forever those who are being sanctified. So we're already like Jesus he's saying for he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one so we're we're still of we're still one even though our sanctification isn't i guess complete you could say that's that's amazing he says so he's not ashamed to call us brethren saying i will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly i will sing praise to you and again i will put my trust in him and again here are Am I and the children whom God has given me? Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So everyone before jesus was subject to the bondage of the fear of death like that was everything <clears throat> but uh jesus destroyed the power of him who uh where am i at but through death he might destroy him who had the power over death. so he jesus through death destroyed him who had the power over, de- over death, that is the devil. That's amazing. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had he had to be made like his brethren, he was made like us, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for their sins. So, like I said earlier, he became... Like us, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are who are tempted so are tempted, so he he came down, and he, it's like it said in verse seventeen, he was made like his brethren, we are his brethren, like it just said a little bit ago, and in verse eighteen it says he 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 suffered himself, and he was tempted at all points yet without sin so now he's able to, to help those who are being tempted. He actually gives us, through the Holy Spirit, the power to overcome temptation. Because before, Jesus, we had no power over sin. But he has given us the power to be free. That's just amazing. He's able to aid us, aid us um, when we're being tempted. And that's just so amazing. Um, yeah, God has just been really speaking to me about confidence and boldness and I, I am just so blessed and thankful like um yeah just by getting in a, a place alone and, and having a pure heart to yield to God and find yourself in Him that, that's everything um Sometimes this will happen to me. I'll have, like, little thoughts, I guess, that are from God. And and uh, one of them the other day was it's just kind of unrandom, random, but it came to me. I was like, wow, that's pretty profound. It says, it was, thankfulness heals the heart. Thankfulness is, like, the most amazing thing there is. It Okay, it's not an amazing thing, but it's an amazing tool, and it's it takes your eyes off yourself, and it make it's like a selfless gesture. It's when you lose your thankfulness, it means you've got you put your eyes on yourself. When it, but it's not even about you, because we have so much to be thankful for. Like Jesus has done so much for us. And just maintaining a healthy, thankful heart in every situation, it just, it does wonders. It just, it, it, it's just, it's a place of joy. Because you don't have to be d- drugged down by all the other things that try to come. But when you're just thankful, it's not like you're in denial. But they don't, uh, struggles and stuff don't have the effect on you. Anyways, that's about all I have to share. Um, I just wanted to come in and share this, what was on my heart. And uh, I love you guys. God loves you. I hope you will take the time every day to pursue God, to know his heart, to be changed, so you could be a witness and shine, because that's what we're created for, to leave a legacy. And actually make this small window of life we have on this earth in the face of eternity it's, it's, it's almost nothing but, but we have the opportunity to live a life that will speak for all eternity that is amazingly humble, humbling and if we can really grasp that it will change the way we live I pray this all the time God stamp eternity on my eyes so that I would live for that and not for the moment. Wow. Anyways, that's it. Uh, I love you guys. God loves you. Have a good day, week, month, life. (laughs) Goodbye.